All right, Neil. So here we are, two dudes and killer tunes, our special episode. Um, so today we actually are welcoming our first band of the show, uh, Black Milk Graffiti. So welcome. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. So yeah, we thanks. got uh, Chris, Gabby, and Ricardo from Black Milk Graffiti. How are you guys doing tonight? Awesome. Doing great, doing great. Pleasantly cool. Yeah. Just want to thank you for taking the time to uh to speak with us today. I know we got a lot of uh cool stuff coming up on your guys' schedule, but uh before we jump into that, actually just wanted to learn more about you guys. Sounds uh, good. A little That's bit nice. of the background. Like uh first of all, how did you guys first even get involved in music? I always find that a fascinating story. Yeah, Chris, you should start with this one. <laughs> Um, I guess when the, the thing that got me into music was, um, one of my best friends growing up's, um, uh, uh, brother was, a was a drummer and he was into, uh, uh, John Bonham and, and, uh, Led Zeppelin when I was real little. And, um, that kind of introduced me into the music world which was you know i mean even even back then i mean led zeppelin was around for years but seeing that and listening to that music as a you know probably when i was i don't know seven or eight maybe if that and, and i was like man this is this is really cool this is what this is what i love you know i was like instantly into music at that point so that's kind of where i started and from there just kept going so let's so chris you are in the band you singer or bass or guitar drummer or... yeah yeah i play guitar okay. uh Ardo sings and plays guitar and gabby sings and plays keyboard okay uh kurt um my brother is the drummer who's not here and then Adam is the bass player who's not here as well. So there's two guitars, uh, bass, uh, and uh, vocals, keys, cool. and drums. Okay, cool. Yeah, we probably should have maybe <laughs> established that from the no, start. No, no, that's, that's okay. All. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. It's like an onion, you know, it just got layers. We're just feeling <laughs> right Absolutely. So, how long have you guys all been together? She well, well, that's, that's, that's another question. Yeah. yeah, were there? You know, I don't. I don't. Were there other members of the band that are maybe, you know, you had prior or you know started off with, and then now you are a cohesive, solid unit, or what's going on there? Well, that's a uh, good <laughs> question. Um, so, so me and my brother played together since we were very young. He, he's the drummer, Kurt, and uh, and then we played with Adam, the bass player, too. We all grew up together, and then uh, we met Ricardo later, and then recently, a couple years ago, we met Gabby. So it kind of, over time, built into this particular lineup. Right on. Yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to ask, because, you know, looking at your guys' music on YouTube, 
there obviously then are songs that where Gabby you're not in right like five years ago I think I've seen some songs so Shadows is one of them correct like yeah for the first uh, two records I was you know taking uh, lead on vocals you know okay. but then you know we wanted to fulfill you know fill out our sound a lot more and um you know we happened to pound gabby i think as godsend just kind of rained down from heaven like ambrosia and so yeah so our last record that we put out um it's just a double ep rise and fall um that's where you really get to hear gabby for the first time and uh you know we're going into the studio speaking of which in se uh, september so we're looking forward to to putting out nice. more material with gabby out there yeah but um, yeah, that was like definitely the missing piece, I think, in the you know first couple albums was, you know, once we we had Gabby, you know, on the pipes, we just knew that like our sound was going to change. Love it. <laughs> so, Gabby, what were you doing prior to uh, hooking up with these guys? Uh, I think being in Black Note was like my only my second band I was in. I was in a band before, but it was like my first band when I was like. A senior in high school so it wasn't anything oh, wow. like crazy serious it was just like we're just having fun so black note was definitely my second band and my most serious band i had ever been in and the best band i've ever been in so yeah awesome nice yeah i was actually uh <clears throat> was listening to the rise and fall eps and uh what is that concept all about you know with the rise and the fall and is, what's the meaning behind all that yeah so it's cool because um they're two separate EPs, but they kind of show the same concept. All the songs on Rise is about like a rising or like a, a overcoming of like challenges. And then all the songs on Fall is like, you know, failing or those darker feelings. So uh -huh. they kind of like, you know. <laughs> Ying yang, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. A lot of good songs on that. Uh, you know, I think uh, you guys really hit it on the head when you say getting Gabby in there kind of filled out your sound for sure. Um, so quickly, I, so black no graffiti. Cause I, I was telling Cal earlier, I'm like, that is actually a really, really good name of a band who came up with it. And may I ask, was there a meaning or meaning behind that? Yeah, that was definitely a curmudgeon of ideas. We were just throwing back and forth, but, uh, you know, we were drawn down at one time, you know, before this band, the first iteration was K4, although that was like a completely different project. But I think Chris uh, was definitely the mastermind behind that came one day. You're talking mm -hmm. about like, you know, how notes look down on a, a sheet of, uh, of music. And, you know, uh, I remember you saying that, you know, it just looked like a splattering of black notes. Wow. That's I honestly think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I thought about that. I'm like, man, what a cool name to have been. You know, and that's funny because to someone like me who can't read music, doesn't understand anything, it probably just looks like a bunch of black <laughs> note graffiti on the page. <laughs> so. Well, you totally out of me. I'm totally self-taught. You know, I never took any lessons or anything. So, oh. yeah, that's definitely me. I know, like, every good boy deserves fudge as, like, some sort of, it means something. I, I'm not sure what, but, you And, know, and wasn't the other one face when they're, like, in between the lines? Right, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Maybe we're further along than we think. <laughs> <laughs> if you need someone on the uh, accordion, right, with my Polish background, maybe. Right. <laughs> no, we were Actually, just talking I about was. that. We yeah. were just talking about that, yeah. <laughs> we, could, we could roll out a barrel or two, you know, have a barrel. <laughs> and I was also 
choir student of the month in seventh grade oh, yeah. um, at Scranton Middle School in Brighton. So <laughs> if you guys need a backup, backup, backup singer. And it's yeah. been all downhill since then. You'll <laughs> be third string for sure. <laughs> cool. Thank you. I, I, I will take it. Top of the resume. Yeah. So the the one thing we always like to talk about on on our show is you know like the live show experience, going to concerts and stuff. You know, thinking back, you know, uh, Chris, you mentioned just hearing Led Zeppelin, kind of you were hooked. But do you guys remember like any shows you know in the past that you went to that were like that aha moment, like oh my god, I want to be those people up there? Um, and if so, like what was it? Yeah, for me, it was seeing at the drive-in live. Uh, they played with uh, the Get Up Kids at um, in downtown Pontiac. I forget what it was. Clutch Cargo, I think it was. Clutch Cargo. Oh, yeah, Clutch and, Cargo. yeah right, there's a shout out. And I right. date myself there as well. But seeing them, I remember seeing them walking through the cloud or the crowd. You just see their big afros at that time, and I was just like, "What's going on with these guys?" And then they went on to open up, and I was just blown away because they were just so electric live and that was like i'd never seen anything like that you know you've seen bands just like perform and you know do their thing and get off stage but for them it felt like a complete um just like they're reaching out to the audience pulling them into the show so that was the moment i knew that's like that's what i want to do nice love that anybody else have a thought on that yeah uh i mean I when I first got into music, I, I didn't really go to many concerts until I got into like high school. But there has been a few along the way where I was let, I guess, like put the staple down. Like, yes, this is actually this this is great. This is awesome. I want to do this. And this one wasn't too long ago. It was like last year actually. Um, I went and saw a band called Loathe. Um, they're a metal yeah. band. They're super cool. Um, and it was the first time that I moshed and almost had an asthma attack. <laughs> I was like, I want to make other people do this. <laughs> <laughs> so be yeah. on the other side of that. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's super cool so that kind of brings up uh you know definitely uh i like your sound you know it's uh you know definitely a little heavier you know a little grittier i'd say um what are maybe some of your influences that uh, you've had yeah for me i mean it was like i said at the drive-in uh, nirvana Fugazi, um, heavier bands like that. Um, yeah, a little bit of Prince in there as well, you know, just for flavor and style, you know, musicianship. Yeah. A lot of my influences are, um, of course, like rock and metal, a lot of metal bands. Um, I like a lot of electronic music, um, like uh, Square Pusher or Autechre, and I like a lot of uh, jazz and fusion too like Kurt Rosenwinkel or Morgan Agron, those people. Nice. And it's definitely such a wide range, right? And, uh, you know, yeah, I'm assuming people. like you guys kind of pick and pull different things from it to make that sound that you guys got. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris is really into reggae. Oh, yeah. Yep. Whenever we go on the long uh, road trips to wherever we're going, Chris will just be bopping along to his reggae, <laughs> weaving through traffic. <laughs> Totally calm. <laughs> Sound level. Best driver ever. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Best driver ever. So bringing up that, so you guys, you know, hitting the road, you know, playing some shows and everything. Um, the other thing we always talk about us as fans is, you know, the, our favorite venues to go to to see shows. What are some of your 
favorite venues you've had to play at uh, around the around the, the country? Well, we're going back to um, a it's a dive bar, but it's the first show that we did with Gabby in Toronto. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's called the Bo- Bovine Sex Club. Thank you, Rick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love the name. It yeah, is. I was going to say, you guys are going back there, right? Yeah. yeah for North by and Northeast. About mid-June, yeah. we, we had that written down here for the North by Northeast, right? Yeah. That's correct. First time playing. It should be a great time. Toronto's yeah. a great city. So yeah. dig into that a little bit more, because that was kind of new to me and Neil. We kind of looked it up. Um well, how is that all set up and what's the, the theory behind that? And we do know that maybe that there is a South by Southwest is kind of connected and go ahead, go on. <clears throat> yeah, they actually are. They are, they are connected. Uh, South by was first and we played South by actually a couple of times. Oh, really? And, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And um, which Austin is an awesome, great music city. Um, but Toronto's also has a, just a killer rock scene it's got a bunch of like uh rock clubs that are pretty close to each other mm-hmm. and uh, we played uh indie week and uh canadian um music, music festival, yeah too and so this is kind of cool because we're going back for you know one of their more known festivals uh north by northeast and um we're going back to Bonine and uh, what a, what a great rock bar. I mean, these guys, to give you an idea, the last time we played there, we got our set time was going to be, it was like a Friday or Saturday, but it was like, we're going on like at two in the morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Cause the clubs there are open till like four. Oh, sure. nice. And we're like, Oh man, that's a terrible time. It was Jam packed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the butts. So it was, yeah. So, yeah. So that's kind of, but yeah, we're going back there, which so is you guys cool. going back there. So it, it's like a collection of bars and stuff, and then just bands playing and, you know, kind of bar hopping and going around checking them out. Is that how it works? Yeah, pretty much. Nice. And um, you get like a wristband. You pay, it's, I think it's 25 bucks. You get a wristband. And you can go to all the clubs and check out the program and what bands are playing where and when. And you could go to bar to bar to bar all night long. Nice. So to, I'm sorry to cut you off, but to let your fans know, do you guys have a set list already planned? I know it's still a couple more more than weeks away. Or what? Do you have anything planned as far as what what uh, songs you're going to play? Well, <laughs> the song that we're going to play. Or is that kind of on a whim? You know. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, it's funny that you bring that up yeah <laughs> we're, we're working on that on the set list right now we've got a bunch of new tracks we're going to record right set, so we're trying to put some of that stuff in the set list and there's you know there there's songs that we play live that some of us want to play and some of us don't Oh, I bet that is probably <laughs> a battle between. Got to throw that in there, <laughs> yeah. didn't you? That's my, yeah. <laughs> 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 songs. I'm just saying. That's so funny. But we're so, working. It's it's funny you bring that up too because you know going to all the concerts we have and I mean 
it's always been a way for bands to get try the new music out, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, people always want to hear the ones they know. But do you find that there's less of that now with like the Spotify's and that of the world where you can kind of drop the songs, you know, earlier and get people engaged with them before you start kind of the tour? Or I mean, for us, the way we get people hip to our new songs is we just play it live first because <laughs> it's an experiment for us and to see if like how will this go live before we even record it to be honest how that's how we've been doing most of our songs actually okay um and if people are into it and we're into it okay this this is a this this is good we don't need to do anything with this let's go record it now so okay we've been testing the waters it's risky but it's music, so whatever but sometimes it can inform how the song is going to go like exactly. we are playing in toronto actually and there's one song um called scars and um in the middle of this performance the power cut out and uh, Gabby and I kept singing and we, you know, the power didn't come on to the rest of the song, but we just kept singing, you know, because we're constant professionals. And so, <laughs> you know, but it changed the way we play that song live now. So like right where that cut off, now we all stop. And then her and I have like a little break where it's just a vocal break. And then we kick back in and it's, it really like the live, we wouldn't have had that unless that exact thing happened, like that freakish thing. But it sucked at the time, but ultimately, you know, songs will change from when you're writing it you know, and rehearsal space in your head, you know, to playing it live, you know, in front of people and seeing how they react, you know, that's the best part of making music is being able to tailor it to the live reaction. Yep. So well, in, in, in your guys's, you guys' band, so who is the writers? Are you guys all writing songs or are you, is there a main writer or what do you guys, what's your thoughts on that? Or your, uh, who's the main writer is what I'm asking. <laughs> uh, Definitely Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> at least for the last, the last the last uh before this one that we're recording now rick wrote a majority of like the melodies or the lyrics or whatever and but he'll bring it to us either like completed or like in parts and we'll kind of mess with it we all put our like selves into the song some way but for the most part rick definitely is like the, the biggest writer i love it yeah yeah that part's always amazed me and i'm sure it's different with every band right you know Someone might bring some lyrics and just kind of start tooling with it and kind of adding your pieces and parts. And um, I'd, I'd love to be a fly on the wall for some of that stuff. You know, <laughs> see how you guys work through that process. Maybe you, would. Maybe you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be highly entertaining the way you guys are. <laughs> it could go back to like that yin yang thing, right? It ain't always well, sometimes it'll come real easy, and other times, it's going to hurt for a little while. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 gosh, I bet. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing about this this new record that we're coming out with, like, I, I can definitively say that we all equally, like, put a big piece of ourselves into it in some way. Um, I, I think it's the most co collaborative one that we're coming out with next. Love to hear yeah. that. Nice. And you Definitely. said that's recording in September? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, we talked about North by Northeast, but even before that, you guys got a pretty big gig coming up in Ann Arbor. Tell us about that. Yeah, we're doing Burn Fest. We did it last year, and we wanted to do like a show that had different bands from Michigan. And last year we did a multi-genre kind of a vibe where we did like hip hop and, and uh, an acoustic act. And this year we're doing more of like a all rock bands but some great bands 
We've got Odd City. They're kind of a newer band. And uh, we have War Horses. What a great band from Detroit. And then the Lucid Furs, which are um, pretty also known. from Detroit. Yeah, also from Detroit. Great band. And we've got a, um, a great sponsor, too. Um, Third Eye Muse is uh, sponsored the show, which is awesome. And uh, it's going to be cool. I mean, last year was, I mean, the, just everything, the vibe was good. People were cool. It was full the whole time. And um, I expect it's going to be the same this year. And it's, you know, we're kind of an Ann Arbor band, I would say. I mean, we rehearse in Ann Arbor. And um, so it's kind of a hometown, hometown, hometown show, I would say. But um, it's kind of cool. It's it's the second one we've done, and it's a great lineup. So it should be cool. Come check yeah, it that's out. That's actually the Blind Pig, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, that's pretty awesome because Blind Pig is such a historic, exactly. you know, uh, venue. Um, I say that, but I think I've never actually seen a concert there. I saw oh, Carol's spoken words one time, the Basketball Diaries guy. Um. Yeah, I don't know how that's happened. How I've let that happen my whole life. But, uh, but actually, we've been talking about it June 10th. I think we're going to try to get out there for sure. Yep, June 10th. I'd like to see you guys perform live. So that's yeah, that's a Saturday, correct? Yep, Saturday, June yeah. 10th, Blind Pig, Ann Arbor, Burnfest, right? Burnfest. Got it. So, what time does that start? Do we know? Uh, doors are seven thirty, and um. Bands will start probably 8.30, and it'll go till probably, I don't know, into the night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Will it be a Toronto-type night, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, afterwards, yeah, definitely. Legally. <laughs> type night, legally. But it'll go till. Right on. Yeah, that should definitely be a fun one, uh, without a doubt. Maybe get down there, catch some dinner in Ann Arbor a little early, and catch a good show for sure. Yeah, oh, definitely. And our, uh, the you know Blind Pig's super cool. It's got like flyers from all the bands that have played there before, and and it's just a, you know you feel like it, you're playing, you know, you're being a part of history there. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, no one can take that away from you guys. You played Blind Pig. It's one of the most iconic places ever. Um, you know and it's just really cool um without a doubt and then coming up in july you actually have a uh grand rapids right the upheaval festival that looks uh pretty insane with some of the lineup i saw there <laughs> yeah, yeah it's uh, the biggest uh metal festival in uh michigan and uh chris uh being the uh suave businessman that he is is the one who <laughs> hooks us up with all these like crazy shows chris works his ass off so hard yeah. uh hustling to get us shows and just to continue the ball rolling and things like that so you know just kudos to chris for all his hard work and getting us these great gigs this summer thanks ricardo i just want to make sure you guys don't get bored no, I mean that it's another full time job for you, right? You know, do, like, doing yeah, all the marketing and everything. It's like, I mean, 
nothing compared to the band, but just their little podcast here, right? It's like, oh my God, I'm like, I've never even been on social media before. Now I'm like that old guy with tech. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing, you know? I tried posting a video the other day, um, and all of a sudden I hear myself calling my dog, like overlaying the thing. I'm like, oh shit, what the hell so yeah, like, i never there. knew like that aspect of it was like, so time consuming you know <laughs> true but no that show in grand rapids so that's uh july 14th and 15th i keep, i think you guys are playing on the friday on the 14th yeah mm-hmm. correct the night of guys. lamb of god i believe is playing that night correct mm-hmm that's what I noticed. I thought Lamb of God was the headliner that night, yeah. and I forget who was on Saturday. I checked it out, but I don't remember. No, we, I, I've got a crazy story. Um, so <clears> we're <throat> in, we were playing um, uh, Rock for Vets last year, and uh, which is a cool uh, benefit for veterans in Michigan. And we met the tour manager for Saliva. And we were hanging out with him. Great guy. I can't remember his name right now, but he was a tour manager for Lamb of God at one time. And years ago, Lamb of God was overseas somewhere. I can't even remember the country. It was like some third world country. Like, I don't know, something really off the wall. I thought it was Ru- like they're in Russia. Oh. Yeah, it could have been Russia. I think you might be right. Anyway, so... What happened was, I'll, I'll cut it short. Um, there was a uh, somebody in the pit in, in in kit at one of the Lamb of God shows, and he kept trying to get on stage and come at the singer over and over and over. Well, finally, the singer he, he just freaked out and kicked this kid, and the kid went flying off the stage on his back and went unconscious. And so. <clears throat> Basically, what happens is the kid ends up dying. Oh, my. Yeah. So and it was a total accident. It was it was like self-defense kind of a situation. And so um, the band's leaving the country and they're going to get on the plane. And the tour manager is telling us the whole story. He was there with them, And all these police cars come up and arrest the whole band. And they go to prison for Holy like, shit. yeah, they go to prison for like months because of this death and um and there's a book written about it you can actually look up the book and so eventually according to their manager um trump actually had to call in a favor to get them released from prison and they actually eventually they get out after they pay some ridiculous amount of money oh i bet wow yeah, because this person died. I mean, it was a total accident, but it was uh, just a crazy story. And uh, it, it, this guy told us the whole thing, but that's my Lamb of God spiel. <laughs> the more the story gets, stay in school. Yeah, stay <laughs> off the, the railings. Yeah, right. don't, don't stage. you will get killed. Yeah. Actually, I learned very early on at the Kaju Cafe that you don't, F with someone's Wawa pedal. I drank too much and I was sitting there. I touched it and I got a boot right to the chest. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm on the ground. Like, I'm never doing that ever again. <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, no. 
It was actually when we went and saw Red Eye. I, I, I figured. <laughs> That'll do it. It was actually one of my buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Never did it again, though. <clears throat> so what else do you guys got? Uh, you know, we got the three main festivals. What about any other shows coming up? We've got some other shows we can't announce yet, but um, okay. mainly what we got going is we've been in writing mode. We took like the first quarter off to write write a bunch of tunes and it's going awesome. And we're going to record with a producer named Josh Schroeder, who's um, he just did a record with Butcher Babies and he's done Heartsick and a bunch of other great bands. And uh, so we're looking forward to that. And uh, he's in, he's out of Michigan. Nice. And, so yeah, we're set up to work with him for a month, and uh, it's going to be killer. So uh, how is you guys like we, we we had talked earlier? The Ann Arbor music scene is is he known in Ann Arbor? Should no, he, Ann Arbor. I think he's based out of Midland. Mid uh, Midland. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, he's, he's nationally known. Yeah. Yeah. National. He's, if you look oh, him up, sure. Yeah. He's big deal. Okay. He's, yeah, this is a yeah. huge opportunity for us. He's he's more more of a rock producer than we're used to working with. So I'm really excited about getting into the studio with somebody you know who who does rock and who knows what rock entails. Right. Yeah, a lot of people have a different definition of that nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that we're probably back. a little more aligned on the definition of what rock truly is. <laughs> But then, you know, your kids look at you like you're an old person, like, no, it's just good music. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I what a terrible question to ask. But are you, how old are you guys? I mean, how, you know, are you guys in your 20s, your 30s, or I, we're I, old? I have no idea. I'm 14. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is my legal guardian. He's 18. <laughs> 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 I, I, I almost kind of messed up situation. It was kind of a Stockholm situation. Now that we're talking about how the band formed, here's the truth. Uh, Chris adopted us, and we right. Can't... all right, good. I, I, I kind of expected this and these kind of answers. All right, good. <laughs> Everybody's young at heart, right? Exactly. So, the, the one other thing that we've talked about on a few of our shows is you know. Again, we're you know we're the we're the fans going to the shows. You know you you have the songs you love seeing, um, but we've also talked a couple of times about when you see you know one of your favorite bands do a really cool cover, which uh, I we noticed on Spotify. You guys do White Rabbit, yeah. And uh, one I thought it was definitely killer. I liked the uh, definitely it was harder coming in. With the music at the beginning, vocals are super good on that. Um, but I, I thought that was a really cool cover. Um, that was actually Ricardo's idea to do that for the 50th anniversary of that song. Okay, uh, nice. Yeah, and uh, Gabby just nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. I thought the vocals were spot on for that. Um, I would put them right up there with the original for sure. And wow. I did like the the little harder music coming into it as well in the beginning. Yeah, we like to put our flavor on that one. What's that? I said we like to put our flavor on that one. You know, we couldn't just do a straight up cover. We had to, we had to do a black note graffiti style. No, and then you did, and I thought you guys killed it. That was super cool. Um, what about uh, you know? Obviously, you guys are the band, right? You guys put on the shows, but 
Any shows? The guys are super busy, it sounds like. But any shows that you guys got your eye on, you know, in the next uh, six, eight months or so? You guys still go to shows? I mean, what? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to actually an upheaval. Uh, Guar is playing a show. And oh. uh, so they're on my bucket list of uh, bands. Nice. Definitely Guar coming up. Cool. Yeah, I am trying to go to a show this Friday. This weekend, I think in Detroit, uh, no, sorry, it's on Sunday, uh, is the Movement Festival. It's like an electronic music festival. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. On Sunday, uh, there's an after party, and there's this um, artist. His name is Machine Drum, and he's an electronic music artist. And I'm trying to go see him, but I can't figure out which venue he's at. So, But he's going to be there, so I'll be drumming like a chicken with my head cut off on Sunday night. Nice. <laughs> nice. Shout out to my friend uh, Shigeto, who is also playing Movement Festival. Oh, he is? Oh, shoot. Okay. I will be there too. Yeah, I think we had a couple <laughs> of our guests are heading out there uh, for at least one one of the days. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Anything uh, on your uh, well? Reggae. The Whalers are playing at the Magic Bag on Saturday night. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going? I was gonna go, but I can't because I'm gonna be out of town. Oh, I know. I mean, especially the magic bag that's a great place to see a show oh yeah that's one of my favorite venues uh-huh love it we'll talk yeah, actually old 97s i saw there mm -hmm. a few years back nice yeah. nice well it's uh, neil you got it well and i think that not that we're going to conclude right now unless there is something else you guys wanted to bring up or we can uh delve into that if not then we can uh end this motherfucker you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i mean for me I, i'm actually really glad that you guys are here with us tonight um i know we i've been kind of working the back channels with david morales uh, a little bit to yeah know, shout funny out how david. it all even happened right we dropped the first episode which was just me and neil and then we've had three cents with some guests or whatever and so we released the first one. We recorded the second one with my brother-in-law. And I remember we drank way too much because we had to film it. Like, <laughs> took way too long. Wake up, I'm all hungover. And I got this email from Decipher Studios. You know, hey, I love your podcast. I think there's a band that'd be interested in being on it. You know, and I'm like, how the hell did this happen? You know, <laughs> We've had one episode and whatever, like, I was super pumped right from the word go when I got that email. So I'm glad we Wait. finally got it all worked out and we're able to uh, to meet with you guys, talk about uh, everything you got going on. And definitely, uh, I think we're going to get out there and check out some of the shows. And um, then looking forward to hearing about these ones that we aren't allowed to talk about yet. Yeah, so, for uh, sure. We'll definitely uh, keep on the lookout for that as well. And we'll also let all of our listeners know about it. Uh, but a number one for everyone in the Detroit area, we got Burnfest coming up June 10th um, in Ann Arbor. All of our fans in the Toronto area, it's funny, not one single Canadian's actually downloaded our podcast yet, but yeah, someone in India did. <laughs> but for all those listeners in Toronto, they'll be at uh, North by Northeast on June 16th. And then, of course, uh, kind of like the the big finale, right? It is almost the summer's upheaval in Grand Rapids on the 14th of July. So 
lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, a lot of good music out there. Check out Black Note Graffiti on uh, Spotify and pretty much probably everywhere else you can find music. Um, and really just thanks to the three of you for being here tonight. I'm really glad that uh, you took the time out of your busy schedule for us. Thanks for having us. Appreciate yeah, it. Absolutely. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Well, good luck out there this year. All right. And may good the rest of your you drinking guys. be as profitable. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. You guys have a good one. You All too. Right. Take All care. Right. Thanks. Thanks.